I'm gonna start country music. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Pretty predictable. And then what? Pop and rap? I'll probably bench pop and cut rap. It's a cruel game we're playing. Yeah. It, it is. It's very cruel. Hello. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Snacks, delivered by Grubhub. I'm Sam Mewis. And I'm Lynn Williams, and this is a show about women's soccer, but it's also about... I've been back on my crochet game. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? That reminds me. I wanted to ask you if you could make me. I just watched Wednesday. I know I'm so late, but yeah. I want the black and white checkered sweater vest, like, oversized. Yeah. Can you just send it to me, and I can see sure. what I can do? I like really want it. Okay, like I wish I wish I could see it right now to tell you if I could do it or not, but I'm sure I could you can try. Do. You do. I do for you. You do for me. All right. So, well, here on the podcast today, <laughs> we're going to talk about the NWSL. It's getting chippy. And it's um, staying very close. I know. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the segment. Um, we're also going to talk to Golden Boot Racer, Ashley Hatch. And first... The very first Ask Snacks voicemail. Do you remember when Ask Snacks originated? And then we had Tell Snacks. I and know. then we had very specific hashtags. And now we have our own voicemail system. I know. And we get to hear it. And it's so fun. But before we get to the voicemail, is it fall? I mean, I thought it was. But then today was so hot. So I'm now confused again. I know. I have been like, I know we're going to like end up having a fall episode. Don't you worry. But I have been restraining myself to not go get candy corn and like pumpkin decorations. I know. Like I want to decorate so bad, but I'm like, Sam, try to wait. Sam, where's our pumpkin? Is it in my closet? It better be. I think it's in our closet. I just haven't seen it in a little bit. So I need to go do a little digging. If if you guys are not OG snacks listeners, Lynn and I have had a pumpkin decoration that we have cherished for our all of our years living together since 2017, and it is still hopefully bopping around in Lynn's closet. Yeah, we've thrown out multiple things, but not this pumpkin. Mm -mm. Thrown out all of our cups one year, but we saved the pumpkin. I like can't get over that that we just one year were like, oh, we don't need these cups, and then the next year we had no cups. Like, what are we gonna drink out of the friggin' pumpkin? <laughs> Lynn, are you still jet lagged? Um, no, I'm not. But I do feel like I'm like back in preseason. So I'm just like tired all the time. It's crazy. Yeah, you guys are just out there running, running, running around. Running, running, running. So we did episode one, obviously, with Alyssa. And I thought it went so well. Do you want to reflect on it a little bit? I do want to reflect on it. I just wanted to say how awesome our guests are. Mm -hmm. And how much I appreciate when people come on. I just love that we have this thing where we can like connect with our friends and have really intentional and real conversations. Mm -hmm. And I think it is so brave when people come on and they're vulnerable and they know it will be shared. And I just like wanted to talk about how much I appreciate Alyssa coming on and, and talking about something that was like really difficult to talk about and being so vulnerable and open and honest this podcast would not exist without our friends and teammates and the guests who come on. And I'm just like so grateful that we have them. And I just wanted to give Alyssa a little bit of a shout out. I love that. I couldn't agree more. I feel like we've built a nice little community. Um, and obviously a lot of them are our friends, but the things we do talk about, we don't talk about 
outside of this. Um, we're not sitting around saying, Lissa, how did you feel about not saving the PK, blah, 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 all that stuff. So for her to come on and really be vulnerable with us, I couldn't agree more. It's just really nice to have people to talk to. It is really nice, Lynn. We are just so lucky. Okay, so moving on. First things first, there's been so much news out about the Spanish Federation. I don't think we need to like break down all the details of what happened. If you don't know, there's a lot of articles about it that do a really great job explaining what happened and what's wrong and all this stuff. So we recommend you go do the research. But one piece that we really wanted to talk about on this show today is that we stand with Jenny and the rest of the players. They had such an incredible tournament. They won the world cup. They should have had this moment to just celebrate, but it was really interrupted by a selfish, inexcusable, unrepentant behavior of a man who has not admitted any faults in this. So we really just wanted to say that we stand with Jenny. We stand with the Spanish players. We hope that they can celebrate their victory and find some resolution in this situation that is totally unfair and totally disrespectful to the players. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I also think that um, hopefully they find peace in this and they can just celebrate their winnings. I don't think you need to, or we should have to win to be heard. Um, but the one really cool thing I think that's come out of this is just the support around the world for Jenny and for the Spanish uh, players. It, it's just really cool to see everybody come together, but it's obviously devastating that we even have to. Totally agree. So we are with you and let's get into the rest of the show. Big weekend of NWSL games, Lynn. You're telling me. You are telling me. <laughs> I am telling you. <laughs> um, most of the Challenge Cup semifinalist teams came up big. So coming into good form at a good time for the Challenge Cup. Yeah, unfortunately, the Gothams, the Batty Girls are not in the Challenge Cup. But we still did have a a hard-fought game. So we played North <laughs> Carolina. Um, and... We were down three to one at one point. We were down two zero at one point, came back, um, and then it was two to one. They scored again, three to one, and then we ended up tying three to three. So if that isn't a crazy game, I don't know what is. That was a crazy game. It was a lot of running. There was a lot of VAR checks on the goals. Like I know you have to check VAR for every goal, but it felt like an eternity. I was like, why are we checking offside? Like every single time the ball went in the net, it was like possible offside. And I was like, how? That was such a crazy game. What do you, what does your team like say to each other when you go down two goals? Depending on the timing of the game, we went down two goals in the first half and you never want to do that. But we had so much time left and in our head, we were like, we just need to get one and we're back in the game. Just get yeah. one and, and start there. You can't think like, okay, we have, we have three goals we need to score. Just start with the first one. Yeah. Um, and that really helped. So we came out and, and got that first goal. And obviously then they scored very quickly after that. And it, it does feel like devastating in the moment, but I think our team is such a fighting team. And I think yeah. we've proven that over and over and over again in this season. So it's just another, like, we just have to get one more. We've gotten one previously, so we can do it again. And I think that's just what you keep telling yourself is just get one, just get one, just get one. Yeah, for sure. How is it? Um, Esther, you have a new player in Esther on your team. How has that been? Is she transitioning well? Like, how long has she even been there? Exactly. Um, <laughs> she's been here for like a week, I think. Um, before she came um, and played in the game, I think she was only here for two days. So she's been awesome so far. She doesn't speak much English. So we are working on um, all learning Spanish. Great. <laughs> I know it's been, it's been a, a little bit of a struggle, but I also think it's really cool that like the team has 
just been welcoming and trying to not say, oh, you need to just learn English, get on our page. We want to like help you. How can I communicate with yeah. you a little bit better? But overall, she's awesome. She almost scored a goal um, in the game. Um, I think she helped change the game when she came in at trainings. She's been awesome. Um, she's lifted our standards. So I have nothing Amazing. but good things to say about her so far. Well, rave reviews for the Gothams and Esther. So that was the Courage versus Gotham, tie three to three. Rain beat Orlando. After a third minute red card for Orlando goalkeeper Anna Morehouse, earliest red card in NBCL history. Lynn, did you see that? I did see that. Wowzers. Yeah, wowzers. There's well, been, there was of, like there was a lot of red cards recently, yeah, I feel. There was one other red card this weekend, right? Houston? Houston, and then the weekend before was North Carolina. The girls are getting crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's end of season fever is happening out here. I know. That's I know. what's happening out here. Pretty like impressive of Orlando to hang on against the rain. Very good team. And only lose one to zero after 87 minutes of playing a person down. I know it is devastating when you have to do that and then you lose. I mean, yeah, that must have been exhausting. I know. Poor prides. <laughs> I, I know the prides, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, but the rain won one to zero Louisville won two to one against Portland. Yeah. I think I saw that this is the first ever win they've had over Portland. Louisville's kind of on the up. I know I need them to be like on the up, but not too up. So I'm happy they, um, <laughs> Portland for the table and our, our, um, future for the Gotham girls future. But I think that it's, yeah, don't sleep on Louisville. Definitely not. There was an early Portland goal in the sixth minute from Morgan Weaver. Mm -hmm. And then two second half Louisville goals would seal the game. Louisville had 26 shots. So they are really firing up for this challenge cup. That was last night. If you're listening to this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was Thank you. Nice. Um, yeah. In that game, um, Abby Ersig scored a header off a corner. Classic. Classic. Um, and Catalana scored off a rebound, I think. And then in the most table-turning thing or table-stabilizing for the Gotham girls again, <laughs> I'm making this whole section about Gotham, but whatever, <laughs> um, Red Star wins. I think everybody zero. was happy to see the Red Stars win. I was so happy yeah. to see them win. Same. They just got a new owner, so yep. some some motivation or just something good coming into place. They won two to nothing against the spirit. Alyssa gets the shout out with eight saves and Chicago yeah. just hundred percent, two shots on goal, two goals. I did not know that stat. Good stat. Good stat. Stars. Red stars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I always feel like that happens though. Like, um, with the team, like, um, this sounds crazy, but like a team gets sold or a coach gets fired and then immediately that game, the team wins. Yeah. So I would love to know the, the psychological um,ness behind that. Do you think I that's like too. a thing? I would love to know that. We should like look at that more. That is so interesting. I feel like um adversity within a team can be mm -hmm. really like unifying. So maybe just like it's a moment of coming together and being like, okay. Yeah. Let's just let's just play today. Like what else are we gonna do? Um I do have like a really potentially long interruption that like we may need to like create a whole segment around, but like I want to name all the NWSL teams after like the food of the city. So like the oh. Chicago hot dogs. Okay. The Chicago hot dogs. What about the spirit? The spirits. The Washington spirit clam cakes. Ew. Crab cakes. <laughs> Ew. Clam cakes. Because isn't, isn't like Maryland like known for crab cakes? Yeah, but now clam cakes. <laughs> 
we're going to think about it. We're going to come back. We're going to have a list of every single team. But we are not changing the Washington Spirit clams. (laughs) 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 Okay, this brings us to the delivery of the week. It is time now for the delivery of the week delivered by Grubhub. This week's delivery of the week goes to Casey Kruger. Early in the second half, Casey took the ball to the end line and delivered a perfect cross to Bianca St. George, who headed the ball in for Chicago's first goal. They would go on to win 2-0, to zero, a well-deserved win for Chicago. And what a delivery from Casey Kruger. Okay, that's delivery of the week. Satisfy every craving with delicious food delivery from Grubhub. So this uh, situation that Casey decided to deliver on a platter for Bianca St. George um, really helps us, the Gotham girls, in the playoffs. Because the standings are so close. Yes. Will you read us the table? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So the Wave are in first place after this weekend with 30 points. Portland, 29. Courage, 28. Rain is in fourth with 27. And we are also, we're in fifth, but we're tied for fourth with 27. (laughs) The Spirit have 26. Louisville, 24. Angel City, 24. And Orlando, 22. 10, 11, and 12 are Houston, Chicago, and KC. And obviously, they would have to probably have a big swing to make the playoffs. But honestly, nobody's out. Nobody's out. I'm not counting anybody out. I'm not counting anybody in. I feel like the table is very tight this season. Similarly to last season where the rain won the shield on 40 points. I feel like the points are a little bit low. but still possible for people to get 40 points. But I don't know why. Maybe there's like a lot of ties. I just feel like the total points is a little bit low. I also think that we have like a skewed perception in our brain because we were lit in 2018 and 2019 and we would just get 60 we, points. Yeah, we would just literally win the shield in like august exactly so i July, think this is, this June. is normal. anyways the top six teams are going to make those playoffs there's four games left and we will see what happens do you want to dive deeper into women's sports news of the week you can get the latest news delivered straight into your inbox That's right. You can start your morning off right five days a week with the Just Women's Sports newsletter, our free daily newsletter that brings you the latest and greatest in women's sports. Whether it's breaking news, exclusive conversations, or just a cool stat that you might be missing, we've got you covered. So never miss a story on women's sports. You can subscribe for free at justwomensports.com backslash newsletter. That's justwomensports.com backslash newsletter. And we'll see you in your inbox. It's now time for Keeping Us Connected, presented by AT&T 5G. Connecting changes everything. Our guest is a 2017 Rookie of the Year, 2021 Golden Boot winner, 2021 NWSL champion, two-time She Believes champion, and a very, very nice girl. Her name is Ashley Rich. (laughs) Thank you. Hi. (laughs) Nothing much. Happy to be here. We had to include... We just had to include a very, very nice girl because that's just <laughs> every time we think about you, we're just like, oh, she's just she's, the sweetest. She's just so the nice. sweetest girl off the field. And then sometimes on the field. She sees red. Yeah. A little feisty, but that's okay. <laughs> a little feisty, but it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the Patty. introduction. Do you remember when we were all on the courage together? Uh, yes. I was actually reminiscing on it when you asked me to be in the podcast. I was like, I hope we talk about our time together at the courage. Do you miss those days? They were good days for sure. Yeah. Were you with us 27 starting 2017, right? Yes. First year as a courage franchise. Yes. And you were a rookie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my rookie year. And we won the shield, but not the championship. 
Yes, yes, we won the shield. That championship lost. member was the the Let's crazy one, the it. physical <laughs> one, <kidding>. the crazy <laughs> one. Yeah, where, yeah. I yeah. still that. have grudges. I still have grudges. I, I do just, too. <laughs> I'll never forget when we had to put Mackenzie Doniak <laughs> back there. Yeah, and we were like, "It's just do what Taylor and Kristen did," and she was like, "Taylor's in a sling and Kristen's in a wheelchair." She she goes, "No, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was wild." What do you remember about that team and like me and Lynn, like as your first year in the league? Anything? I remember lots. I feel like that was a huge year for me, like developmentally, and I feel like I learned so much from you lynn like all the veterans on the team i feel like that was the year that i learned like what it truly took to like be a pro and so it was really fun um i feel like practices were always competitive and always really challenging and yeah i feel like i learned a lot from everyone but specifically you guys too <laughs> uh, that's so funny that you say that now because that was like our third year in the league so like not veteran at all also learning well, it felt like it. you guys definitely knew what you were doing and I was like all right I'm hopping on board I'm getting on this train oh man we that was fun speaking of each other on this recording as of this recording we have two of the top four goal scorers in the NWSL on this podcast right now Hatchy oh, us. and oh. Lynn and who Sam. do you guys think is gonna end up on top <laughs> dun, dun. I don't know. We both got so many more years ahead of us, right, Lynn? <laughs> right. Yes. Hatchy is a very nice girl. That's what she, very nice people say. <laughs> okay, well, another hard question then. Who, who do you guys think is going to win the golden boot? I literally have no idea. That's a really good question. <laughs> Everyone I, wants to win it, but we'll see. I feel like this is a hot take, Ooh. but like, well, this is for myself. Like, I feel like in the past, I put a lot into like wanting to win the golden boot and now I'm just like I just want to play soccer well and hopefully yeah. help contribute like I just of course yeah. I want to win it like I would love to but I just feel like I don't put so much into yeah. that anymore I would definitely agree with you if you're playing well having fun playing to the best of your ability then that will happen or maybe it won't but like that's what you need to do and that's what you need to focus on in order to get to that spot where you can win the golden boot but yeah i would definitely agree with you on that but like if i'm tied with the golden boot and we get a pk like i will take the pk that's what i was looking for like i will fight you to take the pk but like i just don't yeah. think that i put so much into that any yeah. anymore like jay yeah. was like lynn i think you're in fourth and i was like i had no idea hatchy okay so obviously like we were all shocked and devastated for you earlier this summer, like not getting called up, not making a roster. It's obviously just like the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. Can you, or are you willing or able to share at all what it felt like or like what you went through in, in dealing with that? Definitely. Um, Sorry. I mean, <laughs> that's okay. Um, oh. I mean, this is my first time really like talking about it. Like, I guess publicly, like I've obviously like talked to my close friends and family about mm -hmm. it, but just to put it plain and simple, it was really freaking hard. Um, like, I mean, everyone puts a lot of time and effort into accomplishing the goal of making a World Cup roster. And so for the past year and a half to two years, 
every single ounce of my energy and effort went into making that roster and uh, for it to come down to that final call of, you know, Vlaco saying you're not going to be a part of our roster. Um, my heart definitely sunk, but I also in that moment didn't have any regrets because I knew that like I had done any everything in my power to put myself in the best position to be chosen and I wasn't. And so it was a harsh reality that I knew I was going to have to live with. But um, I also didn't want it to define like who I am as a person and as a player. Um, so I just really leaned in to my family, to my friends, to my teammates, and just like wanted to like focus on playing with the spirit. And like, that's kind of where I turned and focus on my energy because that's all I could do. <laughs> I feel like soccer uh, is also like my release from like hard things. And then when soccer is the hard thing, it's like, all right, like, how do I balance this? But but yeah, to put it plain and simple, it was just really hard. And it still is, but I'm in a much better place about it now than I was a couple months ago. I just want to say like, I give you so much credit because you obviously knew the news before the world did. And then yeah. you had to go play in a game with spirit. Can you talk us through that? Like, how did <sighs> you turn off your brain? What are you supposed to do? Like, you have to now play and put your focus into your club team. But like, yeah, what? How many days between the call and the the game? Like, it was like it had to be happen like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, definitely. So we got the call. I can't remember the exact day, like the fifteenth or sixteenth or something. And then we had a game on like the nineteenth or something. And so. Um, we were actually leaving the next day and I was like, we were leaving the next day to Kansas City. I also was like aware that, you know, four of my teammates had made it and I didn't want to like take away from like their incredible accomplishment. <laughs> so I actually had a phone call with our coach and I was like, I think it's best for me, but also best for the team if I just come a day later, like I need a little bit extra space. Um, I also don't want to be this like dark cloud looming over like <laughs> these four other players who like made it for the first time. And like, I know the team wants to celebrate them. And I think the best way I can celebrate them is like giving them their moment to celebrate with the team. And so um, I felt like that was the best move. And the spirit and the coaching staff were all great to like help me navigate this space. And so the team left. I went in the next day to our training facility and just like had a session, like basically by myself. <laughs> they let Jeff come out and like we kicked the ball around together, um, which was like really nice just because I just needed to like find my purpose and like recenter myself and also like step out on the field without like any pressure, or any eyeballs from anyone. And so I did that. And then kind of the next day, um, flew out and met my team and they were all really um, great just like extended you know like hugs and texts of support which was really nice but yeah stepping on the field uh, for the game against Kansas City was really difficult I feel like I was like and I'm also like I was suffering silence because the whole world didn't know yet but yeah it was a lot so I actually ended up asking if I could be subbed at halftime just because I couldn't I couldn't take it like emotionally and mentally, um, but I was proud of myself for like trying and like taking that step and um, the spirit were great and like helping me and we won the game. So <laughs> that was also great too. Um, but yeah, it was really, really difficult. Oh, Hachi, that is so horrible. I'm so sorry that you went through that. I... <laughs> it's okay. 
And thank you so much for opening up about it. I feel like the decisions that you made, like to go in to recognize that you needed space to go in a day later and go out on the field on your own and even getting something at halftime shows such like emotional like connectedness with yourself and maturity you've talked before about working with um like a performance coach and i was wondering mm -hmm. if that re if you think that relationship helped you make those kinds of decisions in such a moment of like stress oh yeah definitely i would say i've been working with a mental performance coach for like the past four years now and i feel like i've just learned a lot about like myself and like just like awareness of like how i'm feeling and why i'm feeling a certain way and like interpreting that and like kind of understanding like what I do or don't need or what's going to help me in this situation or be the most beneficial and also just being willing to like open up and like talk to my coaching staff and like ask for help and they've been great in being there for me and like allowing me to like talk to them and have those conversations but yeah I feel like if I was younger in this situation I probably would have pushed through Mm -hmm. a lot more pain um it was still i still pushed through some pain but i knew like how much pain to push through in order to get myself in a in a better spot but yeah i would say working with my mental performance coach definitely helped me in in that specific moment you said that you were proud of yourself for like you said trying and stepping out there and i, I definitely think you should be but i just hearing you taking steps aside for your mental side like i'm proud of you for doing that because i think like that's we shouldn't have to push through pain. And I think that the world of sports is moving in that direction of like recognizing. And I'm so happy that your team was able to recognize that you needed a moment and that you were able to recognize you needed a moment. But I just, I would be really proud. I am really proud of you for um, just recognizing that and being like, I just need a second. Like just, I'm going to be fine. But like, yeah. this is really hard. Like you said, you dedicate so much time and you put, so it's not just physical like a physical emotion it's like mentally just draining like you yeah. fight 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 and to hear that you're not going to make it like it's it's devastating did you happen to watch any of the games or did you were you like I can't do this <laughs> I uh, I like went back and forth between like I'm not watching anything to oh my gosh I want to watch and yeah. so I uh I watched the the Netherlands game because it was a good time for us in the time zone here mm -hmm. um and then the games that were like super super early it was hard to watch but i watched like the highlights and the recaps and then the final game i woke up in time for a little bit of the end of the game and then the shootout in 2019 when i didn't make it like i the time zone was different was way better for us but yeah <laughs> i like made it a point to watch the games too i think that like like you said, like I had friends, like Sam was on the team and I was like, I really want to support my yeah. friends and mm -hmm. want this moment for them because you know how hard it is to get there. But for me, I also wanted to know what I needed to do to get back there. Um, obviously, you're not like in the in it anymore, but you can see on TV and you're like, OK, what do I need to like work on and what do I need to do? And the places that you can do that is with your club team and you just like pour your whole heart and soul into those moments. I didn't really have a question with this. I was just sharing my, yeah. my no. story as well. No, thanks for sharing. No, it's good to hear. It's good to hear different people's perspectives and like how they kind of like handle the situation, because like you're right. I think the world wants you to be like, I'm not going to watch any of their games. I'm bitter and like, yeah, you know, but like the truth of it is like I was, I still am like teammates with every single one of you in the past year and a half to two years when I've been going like in and out of camps with every single one of you, like 
I've seen everyone work really hard and it's a great accomplishment for everyone. So like, I want to be happy and excited for everyone. It's just like sucks that I'm not there with everyone, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like this is like an ultimate like motivator? You think of somebody like Crystal Dunn who like didn't make 2015 and then comes back in 2019 and, and crushes it and then is Crystal Dunn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is like, so do you think that this is like a, a, a more of a motivator? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it's a motivator. I, I think the hard part for me is like, I didn't get like a ton of like closure or like specific mm. reason of why I didn't make it. And so like, I feel like that's hard to like grasp onto like this one thing that like, I know I need to do better to be able to make it like, obviously in my position, like you need to score goals. So like, that's what I'm going to continue to try and like be better at. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It is hard when you feel like you've did everything you were asked to do um, and then you still don't make it. It's like, so I, I feel like I'm still going through the process of it becoming a motivator, but right now, like in the spot that I'm at right now, it still like hurts a lot. Lynn, I was gonna, Lynn has talked about this feeling a lot of like when she gained, pers I want Lynn to say it, but when you gained perspective that it wasn't a reflection of you as a player, can you yeah. say it? <laughs> yeah, I just think that like, Hatchie, like you, like I have done that as well. Like I've scored all the goals. I've been this person in the NWSL and it just didn't translate or for some reason didn't get picked for the national team. And I had to take a step back and recognize that like it's a subjective opinion and it's always going to be subjective. And so that doesn't reflect me as a player. Like I could be the best Lynn Williams I could possibly be scoring a billion goals. And if a coach doesn't see me in in the group, like I just can't change that, you know? Yeah. And so I think that was something that I was able to cling on to and, and hold on to going forward that at the end of the day, like you said, and it's not like overnight cause you're still yeah. devastated, but I'm like, I'm just going to be the best Lynn Williams I can be. You can only be the best Ashley Hatch you can possibly be. And if the coach doesn't see that, then the coach doesn't see that. Like, yeah. I didn't make the 2019 world cup, but I made the 2023. Those are two different coaches. Like, I don't know, yeah. like maybe this next coach to this, that point, like, are you excited for that? But like, maybe <laughs> that coach is like the biggest yeah. Ashley Hatch fan. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just, I felt like when I was able to take back that narrative and control of like, it has nothing to do with the coach. Like I'm going to be me. I, like, you know, exactly what you're going to get with me. I, it, I was able to like move forward um, and not put so much like, emphasis or like put so much control into the coach's hands and Sam you kind of yeah. say that too with like the confidence like you confidence comes within like nobody can take your confidence I think that goes like hand in hand with selections it doesn't mean it's not devastating because it is yeah. but yeah Hatchie I guess uh, yeah Lynn I totally agree I'm so glad you shared <laughs> that I, I feel like you've been playing now with Washington since this has happened and how do you like now your sights are just set with the NWSL. So how do you feel about how your team's doing the games you have coming up the rest of the season? Like, what are you looking forward to about these next few months with the spirit? Yeah. I mean, obviously the ultimate goal is to make playoffs and win the championship. I'm really excited to have like our whole crew back together. I feel like this whole season we've been like slowly climbing and improving and finding areas as a, as a unit and as individuals that we can continue to contribute and get better so i'm excited to continue to build um, and then also just have all of our players back and integrate them um, we also have some new french players on our team which has been really fun so to get them kind of in the mix and has also been a lot of fun so i'm just looking forward to like continue to build but also like 
all these games coming up are big games and it's really fun to play in big games. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, that is so awesome. Uh, (laughs) Do we have any other horrible, serious questions or should we play our little game? I, um, I don't have any more horrible, serious questions. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. you. (laughs) Thank you so much. I know that was like probably difficult to talk about. I think this is the last serious thing I'm going to say is like, obviously nobody can relate perfectly to anything, but I think all three of us know what it's like to not be somewhere that you want to be. And I'm really sorry that that happened to you. And I have so much confidence in you and so much faith in you as a player. I like love seeing you crush it. And I'm so excited (laughs) to watch you the rest of the season. And I know you'll be back in with the national team. So we are rooting for you. Thank you so much for opening up about all of that. But now we're going to play a very silly happy fun game sounds good <laughs> yay okay, so you want to explain yes so we're it's just start bench cut i feel like you oh, no. it's self-explanatory <laughs> <laughs> don't really explain there yeah um but if you want me to you're gonna start one thing you're gonna bench something and then you're gonna cut one okay so oldest middle youngest sibling that's really easy because i'm the oldest so <laughs> start <laughs> start the nice. oldest uh, start bench- myself yeah. Now these are uh, your siblings, so they will be listening. Yeah, that is okay. They will understand. <laughs> I'm going to bench the middle and cut the youngest. Damn, Hatchie, you know me and Lynn are both youngest, right? I'm sorry. So so is my husband. So like, <laughs> they're out. I feel like that's fair to like middle children though, because I feel like they always yeah. get cut out all the time. Yeah. So they can they can have a bench for now, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Gotta include them. I'm obviously starting youngest, benching middle, cutting oldest. Classic. Sorry, Hachi. <laughs> that's okay. It had to be done. It's okay. the opposite. <laughs> because okay. you know the oldest, they're always trying to tell you what to do all the time. That's just like, they, they know. They know from experience. like, shut up. <laughs> Let me do what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who does that remind you guys of? <laughs> Who does that all the time? I know it's from Hey Arnold, but like who in our life does that all the time? Did this person play? Did we all play with us for years? Is it Taylor Smith? Oh, I guess she does it too. But it's also Scrabbers. <laughs> Is it Abby? Camper. Yeah, yeah. I, was gonna say. <laughs> I feel like Abby literally always does yeah. that. <laughs> That's true. She does. That was my second guess was Abby oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. Abby um, that was a side note. Start bench cut, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Start dinner sub lunch cut breakfast who are you subbing it's a bench <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> you benching. She wanted a sub for dinner like, benching. Okay. <laughs> sorry benching lunch there you go i'm gonna start breakfast uh bench dinner and cut lunch oh god um <laughs> i'm gonna start lunch is that <laughs> crazy it's not not if that's what you want. I not love crazy. I'm a big. What's your favorite lunch? lunch? Girl. What's your I favorite like lunch? lunch because I can have like a sandwich and some chips and an apple <laughs> and like a coffee and like a Lacroix. Whereas like at other meals, like you can't really have all of that stuff. So I'm starting lunch. I'm benching breakfast, and I guess I'm cutting dinner. It's just such a hassle. I just feel like lunch besides a sandwich. I'm like, what even is lunch really? Cause like I'm thinking about camp and the food we get for lunch. I'm like, this is dinner. Like this is dinner food. I'm just eating it. Yeah. Now. Lunch True. is just fake dinner. Is that what you're saying? Besides a sandwich. Yeah. Like sandwich is lunch and everything else is not lunch. Hatchy is, is everything lunch? 
don't know. Hot take, hot take everything is lunch. I'm not really sure. I'm just like you guys. But um, I think all your points are valid. Okay. TikTok, nice. Instagram, nice. Twitter. I'm starting Instagram. To be honest, I am not really on TikTok. So I think I have to cut TikTok, but I hate Twitter. So yeah, cut them all. You can cut two. Yeah, they're both cut. I'm starting TikTok benching instagram and cutting twitter i literally I cut I, twitter I, out of I my think life I'm with you on that lid even though i don't have tiktok but i'm gonna just like i go on reels because i like i can't have yeah. another app but like reels <laughs> i know is just like poor man's tiktok i go to sleep to tiktok i've said that a million times i know on this podcast um <laughs> okay so start funny. bench cut country music pop music rap music i'm gonna start country music i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> yeah i know very Pretty nice predictable. Girl. Um, and then what pop and rap? I'll probably bench pop and cut rap. It's a cruel game we're playing. Yeah, it it is. It's very cruel. I'm starting Taylor Swift, which I guess is pop. I'm cutting country though. I'm not here for country music. I am here for rap music, but when given the choice, I guess I'm, I don't know. Am I really going pop? It sounds like it. It sounds like you're going pop. I have a confused team right now. All the genres kind of like have so meshed So did you say anything? One. Did you I say I said any- that I'm starting Taylor Swift and that's all I felt <laughs> feel like I need to say here. That's okay. fair. I'm going to start rap bench pop cut country. Except I did listen to country all the way to training today which was an hour so that's <laughs> bizarre. That is bizarre. Okay. okay. Van- vanilla, chocolate and then every other flavor or neapolitan. Neapolitan or what? Strawberry. <laughs> Starting chocolate. Like, what are the other flavors? Like, are you talking about like Oreo and like cookie yeah, dough? Like, because like I don't know. We didn't write this, but I also agree. That's bizarre. <laughs> that's like... Is it ice cream? Let's just say it's ice cream. Literally, every... okay. How about let's say vanilla, <laughs> chocolate, or sorbet? Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, sorbet is delicious. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why I did that. Oh, that's difficult. Um, okay. Starting chocolate probably cutting vanilla and then benching sorbet. I don't really think I like chocolate ice cream like that. Like I want chocolate bits in my vanilla. So I might have to, do you like chocolate cake? Mm-hmm. Oh, one of those. <laughs> I like chocolate cake with vanilla frosting. Or no, I, do I like it the opposite? I don't know. I like it the opposite. I don't know. I, don't I know like it the opposite. I like, I like uh, yellow cake with chocolate frosting from Pillsbury Doughboy and the icing needs to be from the can. So if you want to get me something, people get me that. Um, and it's <laughs> Frosting never in the can. Got it. Thanks, literally never. You guys, side story. When I was little, when we would bake cakes and we had too much frosting left over, we put it in the fridge and I would go in there and get spoonfuls of frosting. And one time my mom heard me in the fridge late at night. And so she came to come get the spoon and I literally ran into my room to eat most more of it off but like where did i think i was going like she wasn't gonna catch me in my room she's like i <laughs> literally know where you live and where you sleep give me the spoon anyway that's funny Lynn, you just needed a little bit more frosting i don't know what to tell you mom i just have a sweet tooth um so i think i'm gonna start vanilla <laughs> cut chocolate and then uh, jesus then <laughs> okay um, got you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. starting every other flavor no it's sorbet it's not every other flavor. Oh, frick. <laughs> what about birthday cake? That's not sorbet. 
All right. Well, I'm just, I don't know. Can I skip? I'm not doing this. I just no, want to end it. To, you have Starting, to participate. I can't decide. I can't commit. <sighs> I can't commit. Fine. You don't get any. You I don't, don't get, get any I'll ice go, cream. I'll go to bed with nothing. Hatchy, I mean, Tough. we ended it not really on a bang, but we ended it. We did. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. It was so yeah, awesome to hear from you. We really appreciate it. Thanks again to Ashley uh, and thanks to AT&T 5G for keeping us connected. Okay. Welcome back to Snacks delivered by Grubhub. We have a voicemail. I know. We Let's talked listen. about this at the beginning and we're so excited. We did. And now we're bringing it back because that's what we do. Our very first voicemail <laughs> comes to us from Jesse and here is their question. Hi, Lynn and Sam. My name is Jesse. I love you guys and I love snacks. And I feel like no one has ever answered this question and no one's even asked it. But when you guys wow. go to the Olympics or the World Cup, how are roommates chosen? Thank you. Mm, great An original question. question from Jesse. I love it. Thank you, Jesse, for your question. Back in the day, way back in the day, before our time, it was random. You just got who you got. I had, it, I had a few random roommates. Yeah. In my, I think ta- especially in my early when days. You, when you first get on the team, you, you just kind of, like, I, my first roommate was Alyssa. Yeah. I was like, I don't know her. Yeah. I think my first roommate was Jill Lloyden, and I didn't really know her either, mm. and she was so nice. As we, like, started negotiating new CBAs as Lynn and I were on the team longer, I think we started like communicating more about what we wanted. And at one point we wanted to be able to have like kind of a rotating list of people we were comfortable with to room with Mm -hmm. tournaments were always a little bit different because sometimes FIFA or the Olympics like mandates your room block. So I don't know. That's where where that like list would come in handy. Yeah. So then like, I don't know, I guess when we eventually negotiated to have our own rooms, well, yeah, COVID helped with that. So with COVID, we had to have our own rooms. And then we started negotiating with more and we were like, well, we can't go back. So now um, with the national team, unless like Sam said, it's like a tournament, we don't have roommates. And then NWSL, it's a bit different. You have a list. Some teams have a list of like, this is the person I'm going to room with. And you stick with that roommate the whole season. Some people have negotiated in their contracts that they get their own room. Sometime if the person that you're, you're supposed to room with isn't there for the, some reason, you just get random. Yeah. So it's kind of a hodgepodge, but it's, cha- I yeah. feel like it's changed a lot. Like I feel like we, if, when, if we went on a trip together, like we'd probably room together. I yeah. roomed with Abby Dahlkemper for a long time on the national team. I had like, you want to room with somebody you're really comfortable with. Cause you're like showering in there and like having phone yeah. calls and like spending literally all your time sleeping next to this person. So like, you kind of want to like know them. Thanks again, Jesse, for your question. And remember, if you have a question, you can call us at 917-565-9531. That is 917-565-9531. Save it in your phone. And you'll get a really convoluted and unclear answer that we just babble about for way too long. Okay, last up, the Challenge Cup finishes up this weekend. The semifinals will have been played already by the time you're hearing this episode. Two great matchups in the semifinal were the Current versus the Courage and the Rain versus Louisville. So let's just say some fun things about these games, even though we don't know what happened, Glenn. What a crazy game that was. Those goals were just really nuts. Can you believe that save? Can you believe that ending? 
It's, the final's going to be crazy. The final will be crazy. We're very excited for it. It is this Saturday at 1230 Eastern time. It will be the last ever Challenge Cup final as we know it. So we're going to talk about that and so much more next week. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that yet. Anyway, goodbye. Next week on the podcast <laughs> is Happy Dog Kemper. I am so excited to talk to Scrabbers D. Like, I can't wait. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to it. Like this one from B. Swartzwood that says, just found snacks during the World Cup, so I'm late to the game. But Sam and Lynn are so good that I've gone back and listened to over half of all their episodes. Such good insights and also super funny. The balance is chef's kiss. I'm an avid listener for life now. Well, B. Swartzwood, go back and listen to them all. What are you doing only listening to half? And make sure you're downloading them, please. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, you don't need to be so aggressive. I was so aggressive. To be Swartzwood. I got mad at B Swartzwood. No, no mad. We're happy. We're thank happy. Thank you, B Swartzwood. I love well, you. I also love you. Um, thank you so much for the positive review. We really enjoy listening in. Oh, not listening to them. <laughs> reading them. Whoa. We really enjoy we really reading enjoy them. Listening to and our by own reading podcast. them, I mean Sam reads them and I listen. Okay, one last thing. Lynn's going to compliment me. You are beautiful. You are kind. You are smart. You are intelligent. You are my friend. (laughs) I love you. Thank you so much, Lynn. I really appreciate all of those compliments that I demanded. (laughs) You are funny. Thank you. Uh, Okay. Well, I think it's time to wrap this one up. Unfortunately, we don't have time for me to compliment Lynn back today, but maybe next (laughs) week. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snacks is produced by Jay Wolf, Lauren Day, Patrick Adino, and John Murray. For more great women's sports content, go to JustWomenSports.com and be sure to follow Just Women Sports on all your favorite channels. I'm Sam Mewis. And I'm Lynn Williams, and you've been listening to Snacks, delivered by Grubhub. (laughs) 